welcome 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 back to the jay galloway podcast thank you for being here today you could have picked anywhere to be at this moment but you you stopped and took a second to a minute to listen to some more uh teaching on the word of god specifically the fear of the lord this is the third part in this three-part series of the fear of the lord and thank you for taking the time to to digest some of these these verses to dig into them to take it to take the time to get back to what it means to fear the lord and how that can be such a blessing in our lives and how god calls us to have a legitimate awesome all spirit filled fear of the lord <clears throat> i want to wrap this up today i want to quickly review what we went through put it all together in the first two parts wrap this up and um let it be the blessing in, the, in, our, in our lives that it's meant to be before we get started let's pray dear lord jesus thank you thank you for being the lord of our lives thank you for teaching us to fear you thank you for giving us strength for today thank you for giving us minds that can see ears that can hear mouths that can speak your word and digest your word help us not to just learn these words these verses help us not just to take them in and sit on them but help us to live them out and teach them to others through what we say and what we do in jesus name amen so the fear of the lord as we learned in the previous two verses is the beginning of wisdom you have nothing you haven't even begun to have wisdom until you have the fear of the lord we also learned that the fear of the lord is in awe and admiring submissive fear of god a foundation for all spiritual knowledge and wisdom <clears throat> something that the unbeliever doesn't have something that only a, f- a faith-filled follower of jesus has we also learned that the fear of the lord is the beginning of knowledge that's the start of knowledge you don't have anything any real knowledge unless you have the spirit of the lord we learned that the not to fear the lord is not to hate sin fear of the lord is to hate sin to love god to love his word to love obedience Proverbs 1 20 29 they will call on me but I will not answer they will seek me diligently but I will not they will not find me because they hated the knowledge they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord we learned that we need to trust in the Lord with all of our with all of our hearts and not to lean on our own understanding like I said we learned the fear of the Lord is to hate evil to hate pride and arrogance the fear of the Lord isn't just being afraid of God having a fearful trembling fear of God to have a respect and offer for who he is and what he does we learned that by loving kindness and truth iniquity is atoned for <clears throat> that's how our sins get paid for and we learned that by the fear of the lord one keeps away from evil this fear helps us to stay away from wicked evil things it's something we need to remember and anytime we see in the bible the fear of the lord these are the kind of things we need to be thinking about we learned that the wicked of the way the way of the wicked is an abomination to the lord but he loves one who pursues righteousness the fear of the lord teaches us to pursue righteousness this is awesome this is amazing when you really think about what it means to fear the lord when you really really break down why this is needed in our nation at all times and why we need to keep this in the forefront of our minds as we walk through life daily and as we raise our families and as we spend time with people always understanding the importance and the significance of the fear of the lord it's the beginning of all wisdom and knowledge 
In the fear of the Lord, there is great confidence. Our confidence comes from the fear of the Lord. We have we have amazing faith or belief that God will act in the right and proper or effective way, and that we'll be safe in in, in some way, shape, or form if we continue to believe and have confidence in the Lord, which comes from our fear of the Lord. And we also learned, uh, lastly, in the last message, that the fear of the Lord is a source, a fountain, which springs up in a wise man, which gives us wise speech, wise laws, and true understanding. I want to finish up. I got one more verse for you, and then I just want to talk a little bit about the, the overall fear of the Lord. The last verse we're going to look at is Job 28, 28, and it reads, And to mankind he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom, and to turn away from evil is understanding. So we have the fear of the Lord meaning true wisdom, true knowledge, and in this verse, it's true understanding. There's a lot wrapped up in the fear of the Lord. Don't ever let anyone convince you that the fear of the Lord isn't important. But the fear of the Lord isn't significant. We went through several verses in this short study. And the importance of the of the fear of the Lord cannot be understated. And this isn't these aren't the only like I've just picked a few verses. There's several several there's many tons of verses in the Bible about the fear of the Lord. But if I went through all of them, this study would end up being over a year long. But I just want to point out some of the scriptures that really stuck out to me to let you know this fear of the Lord is an awesome and wonderful and powerful thing and to mankind he said behold the fear of the lord that is wisdom i want to have this true wisdom i want to have this for the rest of my life for the rest of my days this wisdom that helps me to shun evil to love righteousness to have true understanding knowledge and knowledge and to have strength to walk in a way that's pleasing to the lord and i also want to have this this fear of the lord that gives me the power, the strength to turn away from evil. This is this is where I think a lot of people fall short in their Christian walk. A lot of people fall short who are unbe- who are unbelievers. They don't turn away from evil because there's no fear of the Lord. If you don't have a God that you revere, that you have a lot of reverence for, if you don't have a God to which you humbly submit your total life to, that you put aside your wants, your deeds, your goals for Him. Then why would you want to shun evil? You wouldn't want to. You want to just do what gratifies your sinful nature. You just want to do what gratifies your flesh. You just want to do whatever is pleasing to you. But it's in this fear of the Lord that we learn to turn away from evil. And in turn, turning, living a life where you turn away from evil is showing that you have true understanding. That's why this verse says, "Into mankind he said, Behold the fear of the Lord. That is wisdom. The fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. That's what I want you to walk away with from this study. The fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. Let that into your spirit. Let that dig down deep. And never forget that. The fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. You won't see this taught in a public school. You're not going to see your employer teaching this unless you work um, out, of, out of church or something like that. But generally speaking, you're never going to... No one's going to walk up to you generally and say... You know what? The fear of the Lord, that's wisdom. That's true wisdom. We need to always remember that. Regardless of what kind of worldly wisdom we, we gain in this life, regardless of what kind of achievements that we make, we always need to remember that the fear of the Lord, that is true wisdom. 
and to turn away from evil that true wisdom then in turn leads us to turn away from evil which in turn shows that we have true understanding so let's walk in this wisdom let's walk in this fear of the lord so we can gain true wisdom true knowledge true understanding and a true hatred for evil okay amen it's tight but it's right and the last little bit i want to talk about comes out of my mccarthy macarthur study babble my handy dandy macarthur study babble john macarthur bible teacher extraordinaire it says we don't know the specific features of god's wisdom but we do we do know that according to the bible the beginning and the end, end of wisdom is to revere god and avoid sin what does that mean what does it mean to revere God? To revere God means, I looked it up, to show devoted, deferential, <clears throat> honor to, to regard as worthy or great honor. The synonyms are to adore, to deify, to glorify, to reverence to venerate and to worship let's think about that for a second think that through we know that according to the Bible the beginning and the end of wisdom is to revere God and avoid sin do we revere God as followers of Jesus Christ do we revere God knowing that to revere God means to show devoted deferential treatment to show or express respect and high regard do a see do a senior or an elder to honor to regard as worthy of great honor to worship it, it, it really puts in that perspective when you break these words down when you know what they mean that we're supposed to be expressing respect and high regard to a superior or an elder. In this case, our superior is the Lord Jesus Christ himself. The God, God the Son, God the, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. He's our, he's our superior. We're supposed to show devoted, deferential treatment to him. We're supposed to be showing, expressing respect and high regard. We're supposed to be showing God treating God as worthy of great honor we're supposed to be adoring him deifying him glorifying him referencing him reverencing him venerating him and worshiping him how easy is it to forget that as we go about our day as we have as we have families we have kids we have cars we have houses mortgages vacations saving as everything everything that's going on do we ever sit down take a breath relax and think about venerating the god that we serve the god that gave us everything that we have the god who has a perfect plan for our lives for eternity it's so easy to forget that through the course of our day walk, walking in our lives dealing with trials and tribulations dealing with joys 
getting caught up in birthday celebrations. We need to always, always be living a life whereby we walk in wisdom to revere God and to avoid sin. We need to wake up every day with a new devotion in our minds, minds to show devoted deferential treatment to God because he's truly our superior. He's truly king of kings and lord of lords. Always reminding ourselves to honor him, to regard him as worthy of great honor and to worship him. This is important. If, can you imagine what the church would accomplish if every day we woke up and we said we said to ourselves, regardless of what was going on, regardless of sickness, pain, health, no matter what was going on, if we woke up every day and had the mindful presence and the mindful awareness to just say, Lord, you're so awesome. Thank you for this day. You're so superior. You're wonderful. I honor you. I worship you with great honor. I worship you. I reference your holy name. Can you imagine what that would do? How that would transform the body? And in turn, how that would transform the world? It's so, oh, so, so easy to get comfortable with God. Thank you, Lord, for dying on the cross for me, for saving me, for giving me my family. Thank you, thank you. And then wake up and do it again. Thank you, God, for giving me a day. But then when you just sit down and think about it, just relax and go through these scriptures and meditate on the fact that we serve an awesome God, that we serve a God that has all control, who's sovereign, and that we're supposed, and that we reverence this God, we venerate this God because of his greatness, because of what he's done for us. That just completely transforms your mind. It completely takes the edge off of any anxiety and worry that you might have. Let us let us renew our spirits daily with a reverential awe and devoted deferential treatment for God. Let that transform our hearts and our minds on a daily. Let it help us to crucify the, f- the flesh daily, s- to put our flesh in subjection to us because we serve a great and mighty God who we fear, who we love with all we have. Thank you for listening to this three-part series. It's the first time I ever did a three-part series, but I didn't want to shortchange you on this because I honestly believe that if we can get this, the body of Christ first to get back to an honest, legitimate fear of the Lord, understanding what that is and then embracing it and then seeking to live that out and giving it to the world, we could turn this nation around. Obviously, it won't be fully turned around until Satan is dealt with finally but we can definitely have an impact but we first have to understand this and we first have to let it let it sink deep into our lives and live it out as if we believe it not just saying it but living it out as we believe it let this light shine let this light shine through brightly dear holy father thank you thank you thank you for these messages for these scriptures for what you put in here this treasure trove of knowledge that helps us shape and guide our lives. Let us always be fearful. Let's always have a reverential awe for you. Let us always embrace the fear of the Lord 
that we might have the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to hate sin and walk away from evil. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. We bless your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. Hope it was a blessing to you. Let the word do its work in your life. Thank you. I will catch you in the next one. Peace.